is the Emergency Medical Minute. So uh, I'm going to talk about uh, about a really interesting article that came out just, I think, in August uh, that uh, that I remember hearing about and then going and reading that really changes the management about a uh, severe cause of, like, kind of sore throat, peritonsillar abscess, you know, and these are patients who you look back and you see that the uvula is kind of pushed to one side and that they've got one side of the throat that's kind of all swollen and nasty. And uh, what we typically do is try to numb that person up, right? They gargle lidocaine, you spray some hurricane spray, and then we say, keep your mouth open for as long as possible. Then we try to put sharp things back there and like cut your throat, right? And try to get into that pus thing and drain all this pus out. And these are like really... Sometimes when you first like start your practice, you're just like, wait a second, anatomy's all crappy, the carotid's right there, and I'm putting a needle into it. Uh, soon you like stop caring, and you're just like, okay, I'm not going to hit the carotid. You have this false sense of like, okay, as long as I don't go too deep, we'll be fine. But like the patients are always miserable. Like no matter how hard you try to numb them, when you stick when you stick that like sharp object in the back of your throat, I feel like they're never numb. They're always kind of just like like gritting through the suffering. <laughs> so uh, not a procedure that I typically like love to do. Although although it's not not too bad. Uh, so the article that came out happened in Kaiser, and they had basically eight hospitals each, or seven and seven and eight, that said, what happens if we just give these people antibiotics and Decadron, and then send them an ENT the next day and see if they actually need to be drained? Um, so what they did was they actually gave this weird antibiotic combination of ceftriaxone and, I think it was, clindamycin, or maybe it wasn't really clear with how it was written. Maybe they just give one or the other, and then Decadron, and then some IV fluids, and then sent them out the next day. And it turns out that of those patients, 92% didn't need a surgical intervention. 8% got, uh, got a drainage the next day. Uh, they also had those other hospitals that were draining everyone, and they drained around 92% of those that just came first, kind of our typical standard management. So when you run that out, kind of after those patients go home, whether they're drained or not, it turns out that the same amount of those have treatment failures, meaning like 92% um, do great, and then like 8% have to come back and get a second drainage or their first drainage. Um, and then when you look at patient-centered stuff, besides like, oh yeah, I'd love it to not have like my throat cut, um, those patients who don't get their throat cut obviously have less pain. They go back to work a day and a half sooner, and they feel like their sore throat gets better a day sooner. So pretty, pretty significant stuff. Uh, whether we're ready to switch to that at Swedish, like, uh, you know, in coordination with our ENTs, it's a big question mark. But it's just another thing, just like appendicitis, where, hey, maybe we don't need to cut as many people as we're cutting. Okay. Thank you. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and, of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.